Hey guys, I'm Gladys. Welcome to episode three. We are going to talk about C-sections. Are you a real mom or a fake mom? The most controversial kind of topic when it comes out to birth. So, super excited. Yeah. I am excited for this. Hey guys, it's Jess over here. I am excited for this because I'm Well, I'm not going to share just yet. <laughs> well, but I definitely wanted to go a different route. Um, but this is the last episode of the year for 2022, episode three. And it's crazy to say that it's already the ending of the year. I feel like I was just doing my vision board for 2022. And now we're at the end, just a few days down. Crazy. Hey, guys, I'm Janari. I hope you enjoy episode two. Now let's get this going. Alice? Oh, oh man. So, um... I had a C-section. It was definitely not planned. I tried so much to go natural that I went to, I pushed my labor to 36 hours because I was like, nope, he's fine. The, his heart rate was fine, everything. And we tried everything. We tried balloon. We tried the epidural. We tried Pitocin. I was in 25 hours in labor before anything. Um, And nothing happened. The doctor came in and was like, Listen, if he's not out by this afternoon or something on his own or making some type of progress, because I only opened up to like maybe three and a quarter of a centimeter. So I didn't open up anything. So um, the doctors was like, listen, unfortunately, when it came out to seven o'clock at night, it, they, had to have, they had to have the conversation with me. It was like, listen, we waited as long as we could have before we put you into the stress. You know, the baby's heart rate is fine, whatever. But if we wait any longer, God forbid, we might be putting you and him at risk. Soon, I had no choice but to get a C-section. It was not ideal. But then I was very thankful for it because Kaysen came out nine pounds and 12 yeah. ounces. Like this That's kid was, yeah. So um, he was literally right in a cuss bowl and being like 10 pounds. So, and then we found out that his umbilical cord was actually wrapped around his neck. So very thankful. Like, you see, God has a plan for everything and everyone. Like, it wasn't originally my plan, but it's what Casey and I needed in the God's hands. Because if I would have tried to push, God forbid, I would have went into the stress trying to really push him out. And God forbid, with the umbilical cord and everything wrapped around his neck. Mm-hmm. So that was not ideal, but it was it was okay. The recovery, I just kept thinking to myself, because they always tell you about C-section. It's like, yo, the the quicker you move, the faster you're on your feet, the more that you're like, you know, active, active, active and moving, the, you know, faster apparently your recovery is. That's all I kept in mind. So while I was trying to recover with him and almost a 10-pound baby, like, mm. I'm here still fixing up the house. I'm here doing everything. So I, I figured I needed to continue to, like, you know, move and heal, move and heal which I ended up causing myself an actual infection doing that because I never let my body rest. It happens. I think that's very common, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it is. So um, I caught a slight infection. Thankfully, it was. It could have been worse. So, you know, people sometimes, you know, do get it worse. Thankfully, it was very catchable in the beginning. But it was not fun. But I'm very thankful for how it happened because of how, what obviously I needed for it to happen. Jess, I know you didn't have a C-section, but you gave birth naturally. So, Alexa, how was that? Because I, I, obviously I wouldn't know. 
So before we get into my birth story, right? So for those that are listening, if you're like not too sure the difference between a vaginal and a C-section, right? Something that I did not know before was that a C-section, you're getting cut open right mm-hmm. through Seven layers deep. That's insane to me, right? So C-section, I applaud every woman that gives birth that way because I know that it's also not optional, right? There's a reason to it. And you're put at such a high risk, right? So I applaud you super women that go through that. And girl, you know, they expect you to take care of baby right after all, right that, after three, all those that. layers. Yeah. Can you so, imagine taking care of baby after all that? Mm. It's insane. I mean, giving birth, period, I can say it's very scary, right? When I got pregnant, I was scared. I found out at two weeks and oh. I never previously i never planned to be a mom so it was definitely a surprise a long pregnancy because again i found that in two weeks so the day before i went into labor right i shared a quick story with you guys i took two shots of castor oil and then think oh with contraction at like five in the morning the following day i hit exactly 39 weeks pregnant so i was fed up I wanted that baby out of me. <laughs> so six o'clock team, I was on my way to the hospital. Contractions were going. And I was that mom that had a birth plan laminated. And oh, I wanted the nice thin. I wanted, you know, some music, nice and calm. I didn't want any type of medication, no pitocin, none of that. I wanted it very natural. But when I got in there, I was like, he epidural and give it to me now or I need it I, I need it right now so I got like I got two doses of epidural but I remember my water broke around 10 inch and then I started pushing at 11 30 a.m Alexa was born at 12 35 a.m 12 35 p.m so it was pretty quick birth but I felt like it took forever by the time that I was done pushing I couldn't breathe um, she tore me up. Alexa was born eight pounds, nine ounces, 21. So she looked like she was three months. I'm like, where this baby came I from? It to girls and wrinkle. Yeah, she was not wrinkled at all. So, but with the pain that I was experiencing and the fear of giving birth, I mentally, I was telling myself like, I wanted C-section thinking that that would be the quicker route. But in reality, like it's, you're putting your body more at risk, you know? So, yeah, I was that mom that wanted C-sections, <laughs> but <laughs> I did evangelity and the recovery was not easy because she was such a big baby. She tore me up. So I was in so much pain for the first month and a half. Well, wow. The month was very painful. Um, but I got done after a month and a half, I was working out. And so hey. I went to January. You- <laughs> yeah. You you something else because you got this twice. Do that and completely different stories because um vaginal that that shit was so easy. That was like my pregnancy was hard. Giving birth was like a breeze. I was just like hey, that was it. Like what the heck? Okay, I was walking like nothing. I wish. literally I was having contractions the day prior, but it was back pain. Like I was having contractions in my back. Um, AJ, he was tiny, you know, I, like I said, I had really rough pregnancy with him. He was six pounds, gossip. He was 5'15". 
So he was tiny. Um, but since it was a high risk pregnancy, it was scary. Like my muse, my mucus plug came out in, uh, in the house. They were like, you need to come in. I was only like two centimeters open. But since I was high risk, it was like, you have to stay here. What they broke my, what happened? Considered high risk. Because I've had the gastric sleeve three months before getting pregnant. So oh literally, oh, wow. it was like not ideal because you're supposed to wait 18 months to get pregnant. And literally okay. three months later, I couldn't have kids. What the heck is going on? So I was just really malnourished. No, like my irons was horrible. It was just scare, oh, scary pregnancy. So him coming so easily, I was just like, wow, like it was all worth it, you know? Um, they broke my water way too early, had to put water back up there. He had, when he came out, he had the um, cord around his neck and his arm. So it was like quick. Angel didn't cut nothing. It was just like, he didn't get to cut the nexus. That was, and then Josiah, breeze, breeze pregnancy. Mind you, I got pregnant with Josiah nine months postpartum. So AJ was nine months. Me getting pregnant. How was aging? How long? I got into the hospital at 11. He came out at 11 at night. He came out at 4 in the morning. Literally like five hours. Yeah. But then again, the day prior, I was having contractions. I was just like winging it at home, you know? Um, Josiah, right? His pregnancy was amazing. Like I was good. The only thing is that I was getting therapy for my pelvic because I was nine months postpartum. So they thought my pelvic wasn't going to be strong enough. I didn't even need a vaginal because Josiah's head was always up here. So he was always breached. At 37 weeks, they tried um, turning him. They tried to do an ECV where they turn him. Um, He was not cooperating. Is that painful? I've heard. It's uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. But painful? Mm. No. Um, they tried at 37. He was not moving. And I really wanted vaginal. I'm like, it was a brief way of AJ. Like, I don't want to get cut open. That wasn't, you know, I've had so many unplanned surgeries. Like, I didn't want this one to be planned, you know? So um, with Josiah, then we tried again, 39. At 39 weeks, I didn't experience no labor with him, no contractions, because he had his head up. Um, so we went in again to do an ECB. But this time they were like, you know, you're at 39 weeks. We're going to do it in a surgical room just in case anything happens. So they gave me first, they gave me the walking epidural. So just in case they do turn him, I'm able to go into labor and like naturally. Um, but then things didn't go that way. Right. Um, Josiah's heart rate went down. My heart rate went down. Literally, they cut me open within five minutes. He was like it was, it, it happened so fast. Angel was like in the room, like, what the heck is going on? So they took Josiah out, another one. He had the cord around his body, came out legs, literally legs first. They had a little pie primero. That's the first thing Angel saw was his leg. Mm-hmm. And then they put him, you know, to weigh him and stuff, um, passed him to Angel. And then Angel passed him to me. Like it was different because with AJ, he came out, they wiped him up and put him on my chest. With Josiah, Angel got to hold him. I was literally there laying for like 40 minutes. Them sewing me back up. So I didn't get that quick bond with him. So after, that was the only big difference. Did you cry with your pregnancy with any of them? 
Oh, yeah, of course. With both of them. They were mm-hmm. both my miracle babies because I wasn't supposed to have kids. Did you cry, Nani? I, I cried when I found out that I was. And then when he came out, I didn't cry. Me neither. Because I was so drunk. I was literally high. Like, I was, like, like my eyes were, like, shutting. And I'm trying to, like, stay up and, like, see him. I heard him cry, but I couldn't feel anything because I was so... The medicine that they gave me was, like, I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell? So mm-hmm. I didn't bond with him. I felt a little detachment at first with him. And... But now I love him. But it was just, like, at that moment, I didn't get to really experience it because... The medication I was on after the surgery, laying there for 40 minutes, like everyone is literally like his it was 40 weeks and five days. Like I went over past with this kid. I wasn't supposed to. I would be upset. Girl, <laughs> I was they, the entire hospital scheduling. It, it was just all bad. Um, Thankfully, they were able to like, yes, because I wasn't supposed to go past two. He was almost 10 pounds. So and I'm very little. So I wasn't, I wasn't really supposed to go past two. So when it happened, I'm like, damn, okay, I'm past two, but hopefully he can still, you know, calm down naturally. Cause I'm like, I didn't want a C-section. But then when it happened, I was just, I felt such a detachment because I was so drunk. Like I was high off of the meds and that 40 minutes laying on that table. It's yeah. not fun when you, you see your kid and Kevin got to hold him and things like that. It's like, you, you it not not to say you get robbed of that experience, but it kind of feels like you kind of do, you know, because that's mm-hmm. such a moment like you have with Alexa, like you put her right on your chest that we don't get that. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I kind of. And I, I can relate with the missing something because Timmy didn't get to cut her umbilical cord because yeah. her, her breath, like she was out of breath, out of oxygen. So I feel like I got back from that experience. I was like, that's a, no, I really wanted to happen. I don't really remember if Angel was able to cut AJ's cord. I think he did, but then I, I don't think so. I know for Josiah, for sure he didn't. My my detachment wasn't, it was more because that was my first time away from AJ, from AJ. You know, I was oh. in the hospital for three days. So being away from him those three days, I was like, oh my, and then I couldn't carry him. Because of the C-section, like that was for me, like I, I cried because I, he wanted me to carry him, right, Papi? Like I would have to be in bed holding him and then holding Josiah. That was my postpartum. I felt like I robbed AJ from like, you know, he was only 18 months old. Like he was only a year and a half. He was still a baby himself, but it worked out. Like I don't regret doing it close in age, but it was hard. It was hard. No, I can't see myself doing that. Like that's another reason. Like, at Padua, that is out two loves. Like, but that's a whole different topic. That's a, yeah, 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 no, you're, you're, you're giving away. Sense. You're giving away. Yeah, for sure. But you know, so I really we chose this topic, guys, because there's so many people that have different perspectives when it comes to C-section, right? When it comes to having a vaginal delivery. But it doesn't really matter, right? Even if you go the adoption route and you adopt yeah. a child, you, you know, go through any infertility um, process. It, as long as you're a parent and you're given that love away, you're an amazing mom, you know? Okay. But birth, 
the whole of the story. It's a, it's truly an experience, right? So whether you do it vaginally or C-section, you're still a real mom. I think you're a badass mom if you have a C-section. And those that have both, let me tell you, my, my sister-in-law, she has, she has so many kids. I lose count. What? Okay. But the last two is a set of twins, right? One she puts, and then the other one was that's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, but the, the whole, you can see. Like, we women do not get enough credit. And sometimes we have to go to work like a month after. I went to work a month after. It's just insane. So now it. If I had to choose, I would do vaginal for sure. For sure, I would pick vaginal because that C-section is no joke. Like, my incisions got infected. I had to have an in-nurse come and, like, patch me up. Like, that was no joke because I was carrying AJ. Like, I don't you think anyone to do that. No, actually, I know one person. But everyone else that has had a C-section that I know, most of them have had an infection. So, and, and it's also because you have to do things. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm in bed. How? I'm telling you, it is the only surgery where they cut you in seven layers and expect you to take care of a baby literally hours after. Like in <laughs> other hospitals, you get rest. Like, and it's not to say that obviously us parents obviously want us to immediately take care of the baby. Not as an be would it, but it is literally the only surgery where you're expected to take care of something else. So you don't have time to heal. It's so easy because you have to do things. Now you have to take care of a human. You still have to take mm-hmm. care of your home. Like, that, that, I, oh, that was not fun. Man, I could barely take a shower when I had a vaccine. Like, I would have to with me in the shower. Like, you look great, But, yeah, so I definitely applaud all those C-section moms. And now, yes, you are a real mom. <laughs> we applaud you. <laughs> and listen, you're a mom regardless, you know, even if you don't have a kid or not, you know, like, you should. It's all as if you give your love to another little human being that needs it. Mm-hmm. You are a mom and always in our eyes. Sure. Just about you know, providing that love. Mm-hmm. But thank you guys for tuning in. Right, Enhancement. Our pleasure to be providing episode three. Don't forget to um, continue commenting and giving us your feedback, right? Whether it's through YouTube, through Instagram. Or even through Apple Podcasts, right? We have gotten so many comments through Apple Podcasts and we are a five-star rating. So thank you so much for your support. We truly appreciate it. And if you have not had the chance to go on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment, please do so, right? Follow us on Instagram and make sure that you don't don't miss any episodes. We are airing every day with different topics. And let us know what topics you want to hear about. You know, don't forget to share, comment, and subscribe. Yes, guys, once we get our 1,000 downloads, we will be giving, we will be doing another giveaway. So we just, on today, we had, we selected three winners who are our listeners, and we shipped them a little gift. So expect that to be arriving at, I remember thinking by Saturday. Saturday, yeah. And yeah, just in time for Christmas. So thank you guys for listening. And once we reach that 1,000 downloads, we will be doing it another way. So make sure that you guys are sharing. So our next episode, we are going to be talking about who do you serve first? Mm. Is it yourself? 
your spouse or your kid. Mm. But 